It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Now, stand by for Barracuda Bonus. The San Jose Barracuda present Barracuda Bonus, a final in-depth look at tonight's action. Barracuda fans and welcome back inside Tech CU Arena. A hard luck loss tonight for the Barracuda as they fall by a final score of three to two as they kick off this five game homestand in the losing column. Despite having a two to one lead heading into the third period, they give up two unanswered. The game winning goal comes on the power play as the Barracuda took three straight minor penalties, one late in the second and then two in the third. And the Canucks finally cash in on the power play and have now scored in all five games against San Jose this year on the men power advantage. It was a great start for San Jose. They were able to weather what felt like an early onslaught from the Canucks. Abbotsford had the puck in the offensive zone for the first five or so minutes and were generating all the offensive chances. But the Barracuda were able to open up the scoring. And Dragazino has just been excellent all season long, but even better over the last handful of games since returning back from injury. Would find the back of the net once again at 624, set up by Martin Kaut and William Eklund to get things started and get the Barracuda on the board in the opening period. Again, time of the goal for Agazino at 624 of the first. Eklund trying to skate it back to center at Hoaglander draped all over him. And now Kalt down the left wing. Near side, he's got Agazino. He scores! A great setup by Martin Kaut. He now has four points in three games with the Barracuda. Has found the score sheet in all three contests since being acquired from the Avalanche last Wednesday. William Eklund picks up the secondary assist. He extends his point streak to a personal best six straight games. So a great start for the Barracuda. They are off and running, and they have the one to nothing lead in the first. But just a couple of minutes later, at 9-18, Fender defenseman Derek Pouliot would make an uncharacteristic play as he'd pinch up ice, leading to an on-man rush back the other way. And Niels Hoaglander would work his way up the right wing, uncontested, and find Christian Wallanen as the trailing skater. And Wallanen would fire it into a wide-open 4x6 to level the score at 1-1. Pot Colson will skitter it back to center. Hoaglander got past Pouliot. He'll track it down down the wing. He's got room, works in. Wide open, and it's fired home by Wallanen. And we're tied up at 1-1. That was just the start of Christian Wallanen's big night. He ends up 
being in on all three Abbotsford goals, but he finds the back of the net in the first at 9-18, his second straight game with a goal after not scoring in 24 straight. Hoaglander and Pod Colson pick up the assist. So we're level again at 1-1 after the goal by Wolanid. But at 11-03, Adam Rasker, who had not scored in 30 games, had not scored this season before Saturday, where he scored twice in a 12-second span, would score once again. He'd carry the puck down the left wing, and he'd snap one over the catching mitt of Jake Kupski to give the Barracuda back their lead at 2-1. to one. Twists one into the corner for Abbotsford, centered in front. Round time and space, and it's blocked on side by Dell. That's a great stop for the blocker, and here come the Barracuda in transition. Nebraska down the wing, shoots, score! Saturday. He scored twice in a 12-second span. He's now got three goals over his last two games. And the Barracuda are back on top. They lead it 2-1. to one. Rasker would have another glorious chance in the first that was turned aside by Jake Kupski in the game where to remain at a 2-1 Barracuda lead after 20. Unfortunately, Rasker would not play again after that point as he left the game due to an illness and the Barracuda were short down to 11 forwards for a remainder of the contest. In the second period, after the Barracuda had outshot the Canucks 9-8 in the first, they went 0-1 on the only power play in the opening 20. Each team would put 11 shots on net in the second. The Barracuda would twice go on the power play in the second, but were unable to add on to their lead, and the game remained at a 2-1 score after 40. So into the third we would go. Entering tonight, the Barracuda were 9-0 when leading after two periods of play. We said it right when the period started, and of course, as us broadcasters often do, we think in the back of our minds, we hope that's not a broadcaster's jinx. Unfortunately, that was the case tonight. Because Abbotsford would find a way, as they've often done this year. This is one of the real premier teams in the American Hockey League's Pacific Division. They have proved that all season long despite their recent struggles, and they would find a way to tie the score up. A quick transition play would lead to a partial breakaway up ice for Nils Oman, who would work his way on Aaron Dell, put it off the crossbar and in to tie the score at 5-15. Noah Julson and Christian Willannon would pick up the assists, and we were once again tied, this time at 2-2. Willannon does so on a second attempt as it's back to center. We're past five minutes gone here in the third. Now Oman works his way in on net, and he scores a fabulous finish off the bar and in. A real alert play by Noah Juleson, the Abbotsford native. He finds Oman, who gets a step, puts it off of Dell, off the crossbar, and in. And the Canucks have found a way once again to tie the score up for Oman, his fourth of the season, putting the score back level, this time at 2-2. He now has goals in back-to-back -back games. So tied with plenty of time to go, roughly 15 minutes or so left in the hockey game in anybody's game at that point. Unfortunately, the Barracuda, they would fall into a bit of penalty trouble. Late in the second, tripping was called against Thomas Borlow, which would wipe out San Jose's third power play attempt. Then Brandon Coe was called for slashing in the third. Probably could have been a spear. That was at 7.38, and the Barracuda were able to kill that off. Unfortunately, then Luke Johnson was called for tripping at 13-10. 
And the Canucks, as they have done so many times this year against the Barracuda, well, they'd find production while up a man. At 14-24, Will Landon would swing one in on net, and Nils Hoaglander would tip one past Aaron Dell to give Abbotsford its first lead of the hockey game. Time of the goal for Hoaglander comes in the third, and it gives Abbotsford again their first advantage, an advantage they would not give up after that point. Dowling. Back will, will land it. It's tipped through. They score. It's a power play goal for the Canucks. Traffic in front of Dell. And I think it's going to be Hoaglander. Hoaglander tipped it. He gets credited with the goal, his sixth of the season from Willannon and Dowling. And the Canucks take a 3-2 lead. Again, a lead they would not relinquish. Arter Seelofs actually came into the game in the second after Jake Kupski was run into by his own teammate, Vasily Podkolzin, leading to Kupski, favoring his leg and being escorted off the ice by the training staff. So Seelofs came into the game. He worked the final six or so minutes of the... Uh, second period where he faced just a single shot and then the remainder of the hockey game in the third he faced 11 shots turned all 11 aside finished the night 12 for 12 and ends up holding on for the victory he's now 3-0 against San Jose works 26 minutes and 7 seconds stops all 12 shots he faces and Arter Seelofs now up to 18 wins on the year he came into the game tied for second with 17 wins he's now up to 18 three of those against San Jose his record stands now on the year 18-9 and 4 and the losing goaltender Aaron Delp he allows three goals on 25 shots Dell has now dropped his last two he is 7-10-1 on the season 0-3 against the Abbotsford Canucks. Abbotsford finishes the game 1-3 on the power play. Special teams once again playing a big factor in this one. Barracuda go 0-3 themselves on the power play. Let's go over our three stars tonight. The number three star for the Barracuda is the captain, Andrew Agazino. He's up now to 15 goals on the year. Finishes the night with a goal and a uh, plus one rating, four shots on net. He is the number three star. The number two star for the Abbotsford Canucks, Niels Hoaglander. He ends up getting the game-winning goal on the power play, sixth of the season. And Hoaglander, who spent most of last year up in the National Hockey League with the Vancouver Canucks, in fact, spent the entire year, 60 games up in the NHL, but has spent uh, a good chunk of this season in the American Hockey League. He finds the back of the net is sixth of the year. He's the number two star, and he finishes his night with two points, a goal, and an assist, three shots on net for Hoaglander, who is the number two star. No surprise, the number one star, Christian Wolanin. What a factor he was. Scores a goal, has two assists in on all three, continues to rack up the points. He's just a point shy now on the season of, uh, no, excuse me, now reached 50 points on the year. 50 points in 44 games for Christian Wolanin. What a start to his year. And you look back at last year for Wolanin, played in Ontario 37 games. He had 29 points. So really on uh, a pace that uh, he has never quite reached in his career. He's always been a productive player. His split time between the NHL and the HL. But this is, uh, this is his best year of his career to this point for the fifth-year pro, his first season in Vancouver. What a, what a night he had and what a start to the season for him. He's now up to 50 points, as we mentioned, six goals uh, on the season and uh, 44 assists for Willannon. He is our number one star. Game length tonight, two hours and 22 minutes. 
our attendance this evening here at Tech CU Arena on this Friday night, college night, 2030. Unfortunately, the Barracuda, again, they fall tonight by a final score, 3-2. to two. The record now stands, 18 wins, 23 losses, three shootout losses, and they are back at 500 on home ice, and their two-game winning streak at home comes to an end. They're 11-11, 0-1 this season on home ice. The winning team, the Canucks, they will wrap up their three-game road trip tomorrow here at Tech C Arena. Two o'clock puck drop for that one. Their record improves to 25 wins, 15 losses, two overtime losses, and two shootout losses, and are up to now 54 points, uh, excuse me, yeah, 54 points on the year for the Abbotsford Canucks. The Colorado Eagles, they do hold on and win. They went 2-1 on the road against Henderson, so they stay put in that third spot in the division because they uh, picked up two points. They're now up to 55 points, so Abbotsford's still uh, a point behind Colorado for that final spot in the AHL's uh, Pacific Division. Excuse me, that uh, third spot in the Pacific Division. Meanwhile, the Barracuda gained no ground tonight. Uh, they came into the game tied with Bakersfield at 39 points. The last time we checked... The uh, Condors and Wranglers were tied, but uh, Calgary does San Jose a favor. They end up holding on for a 2-1 to one win at home, and they eventually lost last night against Bakersfield. So the uh, Condors, their winning streak comes to an end at four games, so the Barracuda State put at 39 points, uh, still below Bakersfield in terms of winning percentage, given the fact that Bakersfield has played one fewer games. Barrett could have a bit of a lighter schedule. Those things will shake out obviously. It'll balance out San Jose. 44 games now under their belt on the season. Habits for Canucks, same deal. Barracuda again have had a lighter schedule over the last couple of weeks. So, uh, that will continue. They will have all of next week off until the weekend uh, due to the All-Star break. So, one more game before the All-Star break. Tomorrow it's a 2 o'clock puck drop. Between these two clubs is the Barracuda will play their final game against Abbotsford here on home ice during the eight-game season series, and they will try to split the head-to-head play here at home. They are one in two so far in the three prior games. They are one in four now on the season against the top affiliate of the Vancouver Canucks. So they'll look for a little bit of retro, a little bit of a rebound tomorrow, and try to close out this homestand in terms of going into the all-star break back in the win column this homestand will continue on beyond the all-star break this was the first game of a five game homestand again tomorrow's game scheduled for two we we will have pregame coverage starting at 1 30 on the sharks audio network you can always listen through the app you can listen at sjbarracuda.com slash listen you can also watch on hltv.com again our pregame coverage always starts 30 minutes prior and again we'll be on the air tomorrow in the afternoon at 1.30. We look forward to talking to you all then. We'd like to thank everybody who joined us tonight. Whether you listened or you watched, we certainly do appreciate it. Barracuda, hard luck uh, loss here tonight. They had a lead in the third. They give up two goals in the third, and they fall by a final score of 3-2 to two at the hands of the Abbotsford Canucks. Again, these two teams will run it back tomorrow, 2 o'clock puck drop. Until tomorrow, we'll say so long and good night from Tech CU Arena. This has been a presentation of San Jose Barracuda Hockey.